You can have an echo chamber if you're only talking to people you know. I'll cold call people, I have no idea, but I know that they know whatever topic I'm looking at. For those people who don't know what you do, can you explain your job as far as uh, the public art program in Chicago? Well, DCASE is part of the city of Chicago's government. What I do specifically is work on some exhibitions that occur inside our venues, the Chicago Cultural Center or the City Gallery at the Historic Water Tower, and that's sort of the exhibition side. And then the public art side um, is a variety of tasks. One is collection management, sort of just making sure that everything's in place, and then also doing some permanent commissions. I started with the city way back in 98 to organize and run the Cows on Parade project, yeah. and we've grown since then. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, Although that was highly successful. Yes. It was an interesting you know. entree into yes. how to do big projects. Yeah. Do we have the tax, the hotel tax that helps with that? The hotel motel taxi, I think is the amusement or entertainment tax. That is actually the tax that funds the Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events in its entirety. We don't get property tax. And within that, some of the department's budget goes to support the visual arts program and grants to artists and, and a variety of things. And how do you go about um, deciding, finding uh, different artists? Well, I usually ask people for referrals, say, here's what I'm thinking about, here's what I'm looking for. And I try to get out of just people I know, because you can have an echo chamber if you're only talking to people you know. So I'll, call, I'll cold call people, I have no idea, but I know that they know whatever topic I'm looking at. Say, who would you recommend? Um, I have actually used your website, your your artist I website, should, yeah. to find people for the city gallery. Yeah. So it's just about trying to do research, reaching out beyond the usual suspects, right. and asking for referrals. I want an artist who does not need to be micromanaged. Absolutely. Who you know, we have a few meetings, we decide on a concept, we look at the work, and they either make new work, or you know, then they come and they deliver the work and because I just don't have the time to micromanage. And we're now down um, on the Riverwalk. Are there other pieces on the Riverwalk that you've placed, or is this the first well, one? This is the most recent one, but at under Lakeshore Drive is a permanent tile piece, a painting by Ellen Lanyon on tile. That's sort of the history of Chicago and the river. Um, and on the north side of the river at Columbus Drive is the Milton Horn bronze Chicago Rising. The Riverwalk is actually managed by the Department of Fleet and Facilities Management and so we're working with them to help figure out a way for to accept proposals, figure out how they happen. Seems like you work with a lot of different organizations within the city to accomplish yeah, your the goals. The case itself, we don't really own properties. Right. So what we can do is work with other government agencies or city departments to help place artwork. Talk about the different venues that you're responsible for and like what you've done in them. So um, at the City Gallery and the Historic Water Tower, we, it started off being renovated and dedicated solely to Chicago-based photographers and doing Chicago-themed artwork. After about 12 years of that, we thought we had pretty well serviced that mission, and we've expanded it 
now that we'll do, we still focus on Chicago people, but we'll not just have to do photo-based work. Then at the Chicago Cultural Center, one of our galleries for years really focused on photography. Um, it's a low ceiling gallery, just really lends itself to the intimacy that a lot of photography wants. So photography has a number of applications, especially when you step away from the precious silver gelatin print and use other technology. Um, our show of Earth from Above by Jan Arthus Bertrand that opened, was the first exhibit in Millennium Park, were digital prints on photo paper laminated to an aluminum backer with a vinyl, clear vinyl UV film. And they lasted a year outdoors, yeah. Um, yeah. no problem whatsoever. And they didn't actually even have any color fading by the end of the, yeah. the year. So technology has, I think, allowed the application of photography to really go places oh, where it could not previously. Is there any um, requirement that you're given as to what you can and can't do in the park as far as that's concerned? Because we have some good political pieces in the park. The difference between working for a municipal agency, the government, and a museum is it's not simply the art. We're always seeking to do the best possible art under the conditions that, that we work. And our, our goal is to really make things accessible to the public. And so even if it is sort of abstruse, difficult art, we have to figure out, well, why why is this work relevant to the general public? Why is it deserving of government resources to be installed? And that can simply be being allowed to be on municipal property. Um, so how is it relevant to the general public? And to do that in a way which isn't about dumbing down or talking down, but to say this, this is a really interesting work of art. It brings either interest to the city. Um, it helps people see things in a different way. Um, any variety of things about what art, you know, what is art about except getting people to, to think and, and engage in their, in their world more.